Chapter One of the Soul Winner's Secret. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Soul Winner's Secret by Samuel Logan Bringle. The Personal Experience of the Soul Winner. Every soul winner is in the secret of the Lord and has had a definite personal experience of salvation and the baptism of the Holy Ghost, which brings him into close fellowship and tender friendship and sympathy with the Savior. The psalmist prayed, Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create within me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then he said will i teach transgressors thy ways and sinners shall be converted unto thee psalm fifty one ten to twelve he saw that before he could be a soul winner before he could teach transgressors the way of the lord and convert sinners he must have his own sins blotted out he must have a clean heart and a right spirit he must be a partaker of the holy ghost and of god's joy in short he must have a definite constant joyful experience of god's salvation in his own soul in order to save others it was no i hope i am saved experience he wanted nor was it a conclusion carefully reasoned out and arrived at by logical processes nor an experience based upon a strict performance of a set round of duties and attendance upon sacraments but a mighty transformation and cleansing of his whole spiritual nature and a glorious new creation wrought within him by the holy ghost one it must be a definite experience that tallies with the word of god only this can give that power and assurance to a man that will enable him to lead and win other men you must have knowledge before imparting knowledge you must have fire to kindle fire you must have life to reproduce life you must know jesus and be on friendly terms with him to be able to introduce others to him you must be one with jesus and be bound up in the bundle of life with him if you would bring others into that life peter had repented under the preaching of john the baptist had forsaken all to follow jesus and had waited with prayer and unquenchable desire until he had received the baptism of the holy ghost and a fire and had been anointed with power from on high before he became the fearless mighty preacher who won three thousand converts in a day paul was mightily converted on the road to damascus and heard the voice of jesus tell him what to do and was baptized with the holy ghost under the teaching of ananias before he became the apostle of quenchless zeal who turned the world upside down luther was definitely converted and justified by faith on the stairway of st peter's at rome before he became the invincible reformer who could stand before popes and emperors and set captive nations free george fox wesley finney whitfield jonathan edwards william taylor james coffey moody and general booth each and all had a definite personal experience that made them apostles of fire prophets of god and saviors of men they did not guess that they were saved nor hope so but they knew whom they believed and that they had passed from darkness to light and from the power of satan unto god this experience was not evolution but a revolution no evolutionist ever has been 
or ever will be a great soul winner it is not by growth that men become such but by revelation it is not until god bursts through the veil and reveals himself in their hearts through faith in his dear son and gives a consciousness of personal acceptance with him and sheds abroad his love in the heart destroying unbelief burning away sin consuming selfishness and filling the soul with the passion that filled the heart of jesus that men become soul winners the experience that makes a man a soul winner is twofold first he must know his sins forgiven he must have recognized himself a sinner out of friendly relation with god and careless of god's claim heedless of god's feelings selfishly seeking his own way in spite of divine love and compassion and heedless of the awful consequences of separating himself from god and this must have led to repentance toward god by which i mean a sorrow for and an utter turning away from sin followed by a confiding trust in jesus christ as his saviour he must have so believed for christ's sake his sins have been forgiven and that he has been adopted into god's family and made one of his dear children this consciousness results from what paul calls the witness of the spirit and enables the soul to cry out in deep filial confidence and affection abba father second he must be sanctified he must know that his heart is cleansed that pride and self-will and carnal ambition and strife and sensitiveness and suspicion and unbelief in every unholy temper are destroyed by the baptism of the holy ghost a personal pentecost and the incoming of a great love for and loyalty to jesus christ before he can be largely used to win souls two it must be a constant experience people who frequently meet defeat and fail of victory in their own souls will not be largely successful in winning men to jesus the very consciousness of defeat makes them uncertain in their exhortation doubtful and wavering in their testimony and weak in their faith and this will not be likely to produce conviction and beget faith in their hearers dr asa mahan lived in the enjoyment of full salvation for over fifty years and only once felt a slight uprising of temper finney wesley fletcher and bramwell like enoch walked with god and so walked in the power of the spirit constantly and were soul winners all their lives even to old age three it must be a joyful experience the joy of the lord is your strength said nehemiah restore unto me the joy of thy salvation prayed david i feel it my duty to be as happy as the lord wants me to be wrote mcshane the gifted and deeply spiritual young scotch preacher who was wonderfully successful in winning souls oh my soul is very happy bless god i feel he is with me cried coffee while preaching his sermon on the striving of the spirit no wonder he won souls whitfield and bramwell two of the greatest soul winners the world ever saw were at times in almost an ecstasy of joy especially when preaching and this was as it should be john bunyan tells how he wrote the pilgrim's progress in his filthy bedford dungeon he says so i was led home to prison and i set me down and wrote and wrote because joy did make me write hallelujah god wants his people to be full of joy these things i have spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full said jesus john fifteen eleven, and again he said ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full 
John 16:24. And these things write we unto you, that your joy might be full, wrote John, 1 John 1, 4. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, wrote Paul. And again he writes, the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and the joy of the Holy Ghost. Joy in the Holy Ghost is an oceanic current that flows unbroken through the holy, believing soul, though surrounded by seas of trouble, encompassed about by infirmities and afflictions and sorrows. We have thought of Jesus as the man of sorrows, until we overlook his fullness of exultant joy. Luke 10.21, John 15.11 Joy can be cultivated and should be, as is faith or any other fruit of the Spirit. 1. By appropriating by faith the words that were spoken and written for the express purpose that we might have fullness of joy. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, wrote Paul to the Romans. It is by believing. 2. By meditating on these words and holding them in our minds and hearts until we have gotten all the sweetness out of them as we would hold honey in our mouths. 3. By exercise, even as faith or love or patience is exercise. This we do by rejoicing in the Lord and praising God for His goodness and mercy and by shouting when the joy wells up in our souls under the pressure of the Holy Spirit. Many people quench the spirit of joy and praise, and so gradually lose it. But let them repent, confess, pray, and believe, and then begin to praise God again, and He will see to it that they have something to praise Him for, and their joy will convict sinners and prove a mighty means of winning them to Jesus. Who can estimate the power there must have been in the joy that filled the heart of Peter and surged through the souls and beamed on the faces and flashed from the eyes of the one hundred and twenty fire-baptized disciples while he preached that Pentecostal sermon that won three thousand bigoted enemies to the cross of a crucified Christ. O Lord, still make thy ministers a flame of fire and flood the world with thy mighty joy. End of chapter 1